This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Now, I spoke a moment ago, and it's always important when you speak to try and say something, not just to say all the nice things, but to actually say a few things that matter. Uh, and whilst I don't follow the, the uh, I didn't really follow that closely, the, the, uh, the goings-on in the uh, Legislative Council, Victoria's Upper House, that much when I was in the business. So I, I want to assure you I don't follow it all that closely now. Uh, but I did see a motion defeated just, just recently, a motion that uh, in and of itself for its subject matter, matter is wrong, uh, but it speaks to it, it makes a broader point. So let me deal with the first part first, and then I'll talk about the broader point that I think it makes for all of us. And that's not, this is not party politics. Who you vote for is your business. Who you support is your business. You all support joy. That's why we're here tonight, and that's a good thing. That's the only prerequisite as far as I'm concerned. So these are not party political points, and this has never been about votes. It's been about doing what's right and standing up for those with very little power and big voices, but not big voices that were always heard. Uh, and and uh, a, a group of communities who, without allies and advocates, without people who are prepared to take risks on their behalf, uh, never get a fair go and never get what should never be negotiable, just basic human rights. So when I see attacks against that, when I see um, some of the apparent bipartisanship fraying at the edges, well, that is a cause of great uh, concern. Trans rights and support for the trans community is settled in this state. We don't need a bunch of politicians who none of you have ever heard of, and the ones you have heard of, I well, not for the right reasons, not for the right reasons, uh, having an inquiry into whether there should be services at the children's or services at other health, uh, at other uh, hospitals. These matters are settled. They're settled. We don't need to have a debate about them. They make sense. They're the right thing to do. It's about dignity and decency. And this community is vulnerable enough, vulnerable enough with our politicians weaponising the often small-mindedness in some parts of our Victorian community. It's really fear more than anything else. Uh, Weaponising bigotry and hatred is not leadership. It just isn't. And this community, in all of its diversity, a trans community needs allies and supporters now more than ever. We've seen some pretty shameful stuff go on, not just in Victoria, but indeed right across our country. That motion to have that inquiry was appropriately defeated. And I'm very pleased to say um, that uh, my former colleagues uh, were absolutely at the centre of that. So those matters are settled and they don't need to be debated and discussed. They don't, they don't need to be used as a recruitment tool. They don't need to be used to frighten and scare people. They certainly don't need to be used to try and chip, try and eke out some marginal political advantage. You can't play those sorts of political games with people's lives and their safety, their future, their hopes. That's wrong. It's the worst brand of politics going around, and I say no to it. Today and every day. You can, you can all, you can all go in the uh, in in the enormous amounts of spare time that you have. You can all go and find out exactly who voted for and against that motion. That's a matter for you. It's a matter for you. 
But it does make a broader point. Well, at least I'm going to try and make a broader point off that very specific uh, example. What many of us would consider settled, what many of us would consider not particularly, uh, not, not a particularly controversial thing, not an exceptional thing, uh, that everyone's equal, that everyone should be treated fairly, that everyone should be safe to be just who they are and love who they love, uh, that everyone uh, should have all of that and more. Uh, we sometimes like to think that that is, that that is settled and that it's not the subject of political debate. It's not part of the contest. Uh, and that should, that should be a pretty healthy uh, assumption to make. After all, there are many things to debate, many things to argue about. I wouldn't have thought those subjects needed to be uh, at the centre or even on the table when it comes to differences between one side of politics and the other. But I would just say this, this to you. Uh, never, ever take that bipartisanship for granted. Never, ever assume that people are with you because it's easy to march. It's too hard for some, but for those who come along, it's relatively easy. It's relatively easy to wear a badge or a ribbon. It's relatively easy to your face to say things that you want to hear. But not everyone is there when it matters. Not everyone is there when it matters. And I'm proud to say that my former colleagues, my team, my side of things have been there whenever it has mattered. And whilst I understand that for, 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 small, for, for, for small and sometimes marginalised groups, for those who are often, for the best of reasons, fearful and have every reason to be, and who've been the subject of struggle and toil and pain and difficulty, it's often nice to think that you're beyond the contest, that all the big players support you. I don't know that that's necessarily always the case. The positive way to express that is that let's always invest. Let's always keep winning the argument. Let's never take for granted uh, that just because the that a Labor government supports you, that everybody in the parliament supports you or every alternative government supports you. I don't know that the case is made for that. I don't know that the evidence is clear. In fact, quite the contrary. You can't keep voting against things in the parliament and turn up here and pretend that you're an ally. Principles only matter when you're prepared to stand up and, and do the right thing. Do the right thing. Now, this is not an exercise in self-praise or seeking to recruit you to my side of the argument. As I said before, who you vote for and who, who you support is your business. But what I can never, I've never been able to tolerate pretenders. Like you're either an ally or you're not. You're either a reformer or you're not. You either support human rights for everyone or you don't. And it's, and it's cynical. It's worse than bad. The notion that people on Main Street, people down on Fitzroy Street, won't find out what goes on late at night up on Spring Street, well, yes, they will. Yes, they will. So don't stand with a community you're not prepared to vote with and for. Don't pretend to be an ally if you aren't. So what do we, what do, we do about this? Well, we keep on winning the argument. We keep on making sure that people know that certain things in our discourse and in our, in our policy debates and in our public sector and in our way of life are settled and they're settled for good reason. And they weren't settled easily. 
They were settled because of a lot of pain and a lot of struggle, principally led by those people I acknowledge at the beginning of my remarks. No politician worth their salt seeks credit for doing the right thing. They've moved on to doing the next right thing. That, that's what Martin's about. That's what I tried to be about. Uh, so I just say there is, there is every reason to be a little bit cautious and to make sure the people who say all the right things are actually doing the right things. Uh, I don't want to labour the point, but let's, just as it is for many different, many different examples, you've got to keep winning the argument. You've got to keep making sure that everyone knows that there's always more reform to do. There's always another chapter to be written. There's always a struggle. It always continues. But for my part, uh, as a proud Victorian, someone who is very fortunate to be given a various jobs to do in our state, but first and foremost, as a proud Victorian, I'm proud that we've, we've had, we had and we have a Minister for Equality. I'm proud of our leadership on marriage equality. I'm, pr I'm proud of uh, adoption equality. I'm proud of the apology. I'm proud of grants and funding and that table up there before with sponsorship. You saw that big sponsorship that keeps growing. And I'm very pleased to be here as a former sponsor. That is to say, a former CEO of a current um, sponsor. I'm sure the government will continue to support you with sponsorship and grants and all of those things. But as proud as we can be of all of that, and as proud as I am to be here tonight, and as proud of you as I am, let's not for a moment be naive. Let's keep working hard to value this precious sense of equality and inclusion and fairness. And let's also acknowledge that as far as we've come, as much as we've done, there is so much more to do. Uh, it's not so long ago that we, I think on the second or third attempt, put changes to the Equal Opportunity Act into the Parliament, they passed. Not everybody voted for those. And if you weren't prepared to vote for those, don't turn up down here pretending to be a friend because you're not. I'm being frank because, I, because, frankly, I've always tried to be, but I've got a little bit more freedom these days. And whether this makes it onto the front page of a newspaper tomorrow, I doubt it. They've got more interesting things to worry about than me, like where I am or where I'm not playing golf, apparently. <laughs> but for all that bullshit, for all that bullshit, there's a very serious point to be made here, a very serious point to be made here. Every single thing that's been achieved, none of it was easy. And we have to be ever vigilant to make sure that we keep moving forward and the things that are settled stay settled. And we move on to the next area for reform because heavens knows there's a lot of change, a lot of progress that we haven't made yet, a lot of, a lot of safety that we haven't secured yet, a lot of dreams and hopes and uh, important aspirations that are not, that, that are not settled. So... Uh, there's a lot to be proud of, a lot to be hopeful about, but I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist pointing out something that I think is a real risk, and that is that uh, uh, we we do have, uh, in some respects, a growing number of people who are seeking to re-examine and question some of the things that we settled a long, long time ago. So we've got to keep pushing forward, and we've got to keep making sure that, uh, as I said at the start, those those extra voices, the more voices in the in the, in the uh, discussion. We've got to make sure that Joy and, and many others remain part of the important discussion about how we make Victoria even better and how we continue to be a beacon. A beacon, not perfect, but so far out in front of so many other places 
in doing that and in our sense of pride because of that, we shouldn't become complacent. That's what I'm saying. Let's keep winning the argument. Let's keep pushing forward to the next reform. And again, thank you so much for your very, very kind invitation to be here uh, at this, your 30th annual general meeting. Uh, I want to congratulate everybody uh, who uh, is, has already been re-elected or very soon will be uh, to all of those who deliver uh, what is such an important part of our discourse, our push towards a fair and more equal state. Uh, this is such an important platform and it's a real honour and a privilege to be here tonight. Thank you all very much. Now, guess what, Dan? You need to actually come back here because I've got something for you. Something that's... I remember during COVID when you talked about getting on the beers. <laughs> did I? You did, but you actually made mention, and I can't remember what the circumstance was about the top shelf how you wanted to move to the top shelf so so there's going to need to be a supplementary finance report yeah no, no, well i can say no government money no members money right oh very good well, oh, thank you very much bottle there oh there's more oh, really? <laughs> There's a joy 30-year badge, but I'm not getting that out yet. And something that's actually, we're in the seat of McNamara, something that's actually made in the seat of McNamara. And every morning when you drink from the Satmag coffee cup. And coffee, you, not this. <laughs> coffee, well, and you put this. Oh, very nice. Dynamite. Very nice. And there's, there's two cups. There's one for Kath as well. Very good. Well, you've just actually, can I just, if I'm allowed a postscript, um, uh, always dangerous to invite people back to the microphone. Can I just we, make a mention that we're in the seat of McNamara? And, uh, you know, just as I could easily have given you a big long speech tonight about how Jacinta is just going to be an outstanding Premier and as a person of great integrity. Uh, I could, I could have talked about Josh Burns. I could have said you've got a great friend, a true ally, a fantastic uh, member of the federal parliament. Uh, my only one of my regrets is that you know, he worked for me. He went to Canberra. Funny we could have kept him here in the state. But anyway, he's doing a great job. But, but there's always room for improvement. So I think our mission over 2023, 24, our mission over 2024 should be to change something. I want to come back here next year to the 31st annual general meeting and look up at that, 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 that bar chart before all those and see a new category. I'm not sure what colour it'll be, but a new category uh, with federal government grants because I don't know that there's ever been one to Joy FM. So we'll issue that challenge. Who knows whether we'll be successful or not, but we'll, uh, I think we should, we should all of us work hard to make sure that Josh knows and Albo knows and others know up there in Canberra, uh, that this would be a very good place to invest a modest amount of Australian taxpayers' money because it is a true leader, not just in Victoria, but right across our country. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.